Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and spectacular crafting ideas we found on Pinterest. No, you found on Pinterest. <laughs> My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Matt Polly, Yo. Brad Polly, hey. and together we are the Inglorious Pastors. The only thing I get on Pinterest for is tattoo ideas. Um, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I was a joke. We don't actually talk about what we say we're going to talk about. Really? After yes. 37 episodes, they haven't figured that Maybe. out Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how this works. Uh, I have been told I have to pay attention to them when this music quits so that... Um, <laughs> so I, that doesn't jump so it doesn't to the very go to next, the very next yeah. song. So. Like every episode we've had. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, like that. They're, they're, they're <laughs> every time. You're paying attention. I tried so hard. <laughs> you're not playing that, by the way. I try to say goodbye and I choke. You're not playing that, by the way. Try to walk away and I stumble. Try to hide it. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> right off the top, let's I'm literally talk. just gonna pretend like he's just not even here. That's kind of how. That's how my new approach now on the uh, podcast. Just announcements. Announcements. A terrible death to die. A terrible death to die. Terrible death. <laughs> Shut up and just make the announcement. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm sitting here wishing for Michael to die terrible. Our uh, forty, <laughs> our fortieth episode will be live on Facebook, November sixteenth, seven p.m. Eastern. We talked about it last. It'll we get the same announcement until it actually happens. Yeah, it's bigger than the World Series. November. <laughs> well, I mean, who knows? November sixteenth, seven p.m. Eastern. Can we talk Facebook. about how com. obnoxious Cubs fans are? Can we, can we talk can we about, talk about how they're going to get swept in four games? <laughs> yeah, well, no, they're not. I mean, they might. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, what are you guys drinking? Beer. Okay, before we go to actual <laughs> what we're drinking, good job. Um, we have this segment every week. How are you not prepared for it? Uh, this round is on our new uh, friend, RJ Powell. Um, he is RJ. part of the Pastards Pub. Hey, RJ. Um, he is a <laughs> curate. At uh, is that how you say curate? Curate, yeah. curate. Yeah, it's called English. At well, and a word I don't use often. Uh, at Saint James Episcopal Church in Knoxville, he lives in Knoxville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Went to school there. Well, went to mm-hmm. high school after high school there. High school BB- VBS. Yes, I went to a four-year-long VBS there. Um, he is on Twitter <laughs> at Powell R J P O W E L L R J. He likes Star Trek, Star Wars, BSG. Do you guys know what BSG is? Battlestar Galactica. Good job. Man, I'm so proud of you. I've been friends with you for like 10 years. I know what Battlestar Galactica is. I'm so, so proud of you. Did you know that? I don't really care. Um, <laughs> well, RJ cares. Brad's not been friends with you long enough. So and he doesn't uh, know that. theology. So we had this argument about how long I've known Brad. Apparently, it's like over. It's been it's been a long time. Yeah. Known, but not really like yeah. friends. I well, mean, we're yeah. still not really that. We're more friends. frenemies it's than more anything co- else. It's just coworkers is what we're leaving it <laughs> we're at. Frenemies. I'm actually downgrading my friendship to coworker status. <laughs> we're, ju- we're, we're friends with benefits. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah. We absolutely no. are not uh, now. Okay. We're not any of those I get things. literally nothing out of our friendship. Um, <laughs> things discussed on the, in the pub this week. Uh, our voting experiences. <laughs> uh, if Ted Bundy deserves to go to heaven. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's take on religion. The types of people who drink pumpkin spice lattes and a camel named Alexander Camelton. So that's what you're missing on the pub. Uh, amongst many other things. We have personal things on there too, yeah. but but those are the... I think that was just in the last like day and a half, wasn't it? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I, I was like... Uh, I, I, I literally can't keep up with no, it. No, the anymore. pub stays busy. Yeah, it is it, it is uh, lit, as yeah. they say. Um, so what are you guys drinking? Hold on. Before we get to that, you know what I like about the pub? 
What? It's people taking care of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Gosh. Like, like, I'll read something, and then I'll go to make a comment, and then I'll read all the comments, and I'm like, I have nothing to say to I that. I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. they have said it. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's really, really, really it's literally kind of everything we wanted to do when starting a church <laughs> and failed, and now yep. it's like this thing has morphed into like a church. Yeah, it's really weird. People ice, are going ice cube some... fucked around, got a triple double, fucked around <laughs> yeah, and started something <laughs> accidental church, something like that. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Also, I should mention if you want to join the Pastors Pub, just go to um, patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast, and one dollar will get you in. Uh, $5 will get you in five times. And 10 cents gets you nuts. <laughs> yeah, 10 cents. I don't even <laughs> 10 know points to Gryffindor if you get that reference. Uh, okay. Um, Do you not get that reference? I don't know what you're talking really? about. Really? Oh, man. Arrested Development? Oh! <laughs> 10 cents gets you nuts. It's like from the very first episode, uh, the pilot yeah. episode. He I just sounded familiar. <laughs> he, did, but he did it to boost the boys' confidence. <laughs> Ten, Ten cents get you nuts. I, I need to rewatch that. <laughs> it's so good. It's probably been a good four or five years since I. Michael did his own it. investigative work. <laughs> burn down the burn down the storage unit, T Bone. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> almost definitely. Uh, and for anybody that hasn't watched that show, you are doing yourself a great disservice. Let's watch the first it's three so, seasons. So, so that's good. why you always leave it out. They're doing <laughs> right. another season, by the way. They are. I hope it's better than the last one. Um, I also heard he was going to recut the fourth season. Yeah, I'll wait. I don't, he's I, recutting it. Hopefully, for, he's cutting it down to like nothing because it was he's recutting all it for syndication so they can actually air it on television. Yeah. Um. Anyway. What are we drinking? Let's let's try this. Are we one. getting to that finally? Yes. Well, thanks, RJ quit, Powell. If you'd quit interrupting everything. Thanks, RJ Powell. <laughs> thanks, RJ. Thank, Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. <laughs> you're a friend and a confidant. No, you're a pal and a confidant. You screwed it up. See, Matt, that's why you're the worst. <laughs> No, Hashtag Matt's the worst. So I'm the worst because I don't know the Golden Girls theme song. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's where much. we're landing on yeah. that? Yeah. Pretty much. Because if you threw a party and invited everyone you you knew, you would see that the 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 greatest gift. Hey, Brad, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm having uh, the Southern Tier Brewing Company. Uh, this is from their Blackwater series. Chocolate. C H O K L A T. Chocolate. 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 Imperial Stout brewed with chocolate. I hear that label looks really nice. I hear it they have is circular history. It's like somebody took means. a good porter and Gosh. dumped chocolate milk in it. I mean, it is so freaking it's good, unbelievably good. Yeah, I'm and it's ten percent well. alcohol. So, yeah, I am drinking um, Taxman Brewing Company's Default F A L L, as in autumn. The autumn. T- get it? No. Anyway, ta- <laughs> Taxman Brewing Company. I have not sipped it yet, so I'm going to do it's that. It's good. Now. Yeah, it's nice. I'm, it's I'll beer. be drinking. I'm drinking. I'm sharing Brad's because he'll be a drunk mm-hmm. and I'll be able to drive home. And I'm also going to be chasing this with the uh, peanut butter chocolate uh, porter from Horny Goat Brewing Company. Yeah. Uh, it's nice. been featured before. The default is is pretty good. It is. You yeah. need to pour that out into a glass. It's it makes a it even better. Beard de garde. Yeah. Um, Do you want a glass? Yeah, sure. It's okay. way better out of a glass. glass. Be okay. Uh, so what's next? Um, we talked about the Pastor's Pub. We talked about the live episode. We've talked about everything. Now it's, you know, time that we do the thing. Which thing? Thank you, buddy. Um, this <laughs> Matt said I wasn't going to do it, so I had to do it. <laughs> it's so freaking terrible. We're, yeah. not, we're not doing this every week. Hey, Michael, shut the music off. God, <laughs> <try>. <laughs> 
We're not doing it every week, but I needed. So we had to kill time till you got back at the table. <laughs> yeah, that. What's, that's yeah, why. That's why you did that. You were doing that whether I was at the table or not. Uh, I, I freaking liar. Or or deny <laughs> my intentions. Um, okay, so who wants to go first? I should probably get mine brought up. Matt, what do you have? Uh, from our buddy um, in Cincinnati, Ken Ham. Uh, <laughs> creationist Ken Ham says there are no intelligent aliens because aliens can't possibly exist. Oh yeah, you ready? I'm sure this is a this is a staggering it's, lesson in logic and reason. Wonderful. <laughs> so, writing on his Answers in Genesis blog, Ham attempted to respond to Scottish Hold astronomer. On, put Answers in Genesis in quotes. No, <laughs> I should have. I apologize. Answers, answers in, in Genesis. Genesis yeah. Unquote. Yes. <laughs> I'm not good with air quotes. I don't use them at the proper times. Um, he attempted to respond to Scottish astronomer Duncan Forgan because apparently that's something he feels necessary is to respond to Scottish astronomers. I love that, like his job is just picking fights with people. That's people li- smarter. Well, that's than all him. it is. So he's this guy's been running computer simulations about the possibility of alien civilizations. Um, so. Forgan lamented on Fox News why the hell he was on Fox News, I don't know. Um, the difficulty of testing some of these theories in his simulation because of the lack of data on alien behavior. Well, that's because we haven't found any. Ham predicted that problem would never be solved. Real alien data, excuse me, quote, real alien data will never exist, but what will exist because, well, aliens aren't real. Uh, hold on, it gets better. Um, like that's his logic, just saying aliens aren't real? Basically. Uh, <laughs> it's... <laughs> Uh, well, Na- that locks that one up. Yeah, NASA's <laughs> administrator says, uh, Charles Bolden says, it's highly improbable in the limitless vastness of the universe that we humans stand alone. Only uh, Ken Ham says, only a life pursuing our creator will give us the answers and purpose we <sighs> seek. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. I'm about to drop the mic here. Excuse me, Ken Ham's about to drop the mic. Um, Ham uh, says, if they did exist, they would be beyond salvation because they're not <laughs> descendant. No, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> would be beyond salvation because they are not descendants of the biblical figure Adam. <laughs> Quote, Jesus did not become the God Klingon or the God Martian. Oh, he God. wrote at the time, only descendants of Adam can be saved. God's son remains the God man as our savior. If there that is, is stunning a, logic. That's a watertight argument there. Stunning logic. If there are any aliens out there, and if you're anything like... <laughs> History has has uh, like if you, could, if you could take somebody and probe their anus, can it at least? Dang be it, that was my joke. Oh, sorry, man. You totally stole my sorry, anal probe dude. joke. Sorry. Oh damn it! Sorry, Fuck. buddy. Yeah. So uh, I'm advocating for the anal probe of uh, Ken Ham, um, and he'll go to hell because he's a fornicator or some shit like that. Um, uh, but do you have you? So Hillary has came out and said that um, if there are is UFOs, like she would basically release all those documents. What do you guys think about that? You mean like the, she would release all the classified? Yeah. Stuff? All the well, classified first of all, you can't do that. But, yeah. So she. I won't, don't think. But, I don't think she'll even have access to it. Yeah. Uh, see, I doubt that. I bet there's access. I bet the president has access to. Yeah, about I think the president gets about whatever she wants. Um. Well, um, also recently, Tom DeLonge, apparently in cahoots with some guy who is high in the military, are trying to get some papers like released um, saying that it actually is real and we, the government is actually already conspirating with uh, aliens. Oh, for God's sake. Tom DeLonge from Blink-182, formerly of Blink-182. Well, the government can't even repair our roads. I, I highly doubt say. they're conspiring <laughs> with an alien civilization. I find all that pretty hard to swallow. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So 
Brad, what do you got? Hmm. I'm just going to leave that one right there. Yeah, sorry yeah, about you're that. You're welcome. <clears throat> I've uh, seen the man's 1993 yearbook photo predict Chicago Cubs win 2016 World Series. <laughs> I saw Shit. that today. So uh, this guy's name, Michael Lee from Mission Viejo, pretty, California. Uh, pretty standard name. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? What, is, what does Viejo Lee. mean? Uh, I don't know. That's a really good question. Mission Valley. I'm just going to guess Valley. No, it's not Valley. No, well, maybe it is. Hold on, I'm looking. I'm Googling. But Googling Viejo. <laughs> can I, are you done? Probably so like I can the, freaking go, go on. It's probably like yeah, a fine. camel's armpit. So this guy is from Mission Camel's Armpit, California. And... Um, so in his yearbook, you know how they have the photos, senior pictures, yeah, captioned underneath ours. I don't think our high school had it because our high school was weird. No, what didn't um, it have? those captions underneath our senior. Oh pictures, no, no, it didn't at all. There wasn't no. in under any of my my home school. My home school. It just says Michael Basinger, and his quote just says, "I, I learned nothing." Graduating <laughs> class. Graduating <laughs> class one. It's just a bunch of glamour shots of myself. <laughs> You wear like a feather boa with my fist on my chin, <laughs> feather boa and yeah. like rouge. Yep. All right. So anyway, so the the, the caption under the I really want to put Michael in the rouge basketball now. team picture was awesome. <laughs> a lot of one on one games. Yep. Oh, uh, you were the leading scorer though on yeah. the team. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's Scored amazing. All the points. Uh, so. Yeah, this guy it says under under his photo says Michael Lee, Chicago Cubs, twenty sixteen World Champions. You heard it here first. Nice. So this guy in nineteen ninety three predicted that the Cubs would win the World Series in twenty sixteen. So as a joke, and then all of a sudden in twenty sixteen they're in the freaking World Series. So this is the this will be the this will be the scapegoat guy yeah. when they yeah, inevitably the lose. Steve Bartman, Steve Bartman yeah. for sure. <laughs> when they inevitably lose, this will be the guy that takes the fall. Um, Have we heard from this guy yet? Do, as, like he's probably uh, dead. I would assume. No, he. I don't think we've heard from him. But we heard from guys that went to high school with him. I wonder what he's up to now. I don't have any idea. So, uh, anyway, so yeah, he predicted that uh, that they would win. And uh, I, I hate the Cubs, but I think it would be interesting to see them win just because of this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I know there's nothing to this, and it's a total dumb fluke. But that kind of stuff just is hilarious to me. Yeah, I just find it amazing. Well, they get so up in arms about it too. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people were saying, "Well, it's easy to Photoshop, whatever." But like, four or five different people on Reddit or one of those sites have posted pictures of their yeah. yearbooks. So there's got to be a whole like high school full of people, right? Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine imagine the uh, Mission Viejo High School was really small. So I'm guessing there's about a few Probably hundred not. people that had this uh, yeah. yearbook. So yeah. yeah. So he this guy uh, this guy predicted it. Hi, Camel's armpit. How's it going? Did we ever find out what Viejo means? Uh, yeah. Uh, it means an old person or an old item. Mission You're kidding me. People. No. That's what it means. Old people mission. Mm -hmm. What's up? California. Feminine is Vieja. And so I feel like... Yeah. Mujere. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Um, yeah. That's really weird. <laughs> yeah. It really is. That's, that clears absolutely nothing up. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. You got anything else? That's it. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, so it's, I've got <laughs> kind of killed that segment, didn't we? Yep, yep. We 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 uh, we we murdered it to death. Like <laughs> Ken Ham and uh, aliens. Um, I don't know. Uh, have you guys seen the uh, shiny legs yet? 
Okay, um, so I did see, see this today, but I don't yeah. understand. Um, so um, it looks like they are, are shiny legs, but if you look close, it's actually paint. So It is. Holy shit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, you can't not see that now. Yeah, once you see You know what's crazy? Like, all day it. I kept thinking, okay, so I, see, I kept seeing this on Twitter. Yeah. It looked like they're oiled up with some vegetable oil. Right. I was something. like, okay, so it's a person with shiny legs. What's the controversy? But now I literally can't see... Uh, I prefer peanut oil. <laughs> <laughs> you like the scent better? <laughs> yeah, peanut oil uh, in a little... Um, Stop. To, I'm so, stop! I'm so afraid stop, of where this is going. Stop. A little, uh, you know, some of the thirteen special s- sauces, <laughs> thirteen special uh, spices. I mean, a little nutmeg in there, a little white pepper. If you know uh, what I mean. Okay, next story, please. I, I don't know what you mean, and I'm no. not, I can't even imagine what you mean. <laughs> the, <laughs> and thank the good Lord Jehovah, I don't know what the, you mean. The, uh, the alleged uh, secret ingredient in uh, KFC's. Um, mystery uh, recipe. Is, Michael's, is, Michael's thigh sweat. It's his white pepper. <laughs> <laughs> it's AKA my thigh sweat. Uh. Anyway, back okay. to the picture. So, okay. like, I was watching it, looking at today and all that. Now I cannot see, now that you've mentioned that, I cannot yeah. see greased legs. No, yeah. you see paint. Um, that is, so, God, the brain is so weird. It is weird. It's, so it's like the weird. new uh, black and, and blue dress that, yeah. that that's out there. Um, also, Vinny, uh, Vinny, Arby's. Is, Vinny? Uh, Vinny, Arby's is, is that Arby's out. cousin? Yes. <laughs> Vinny. It's a lesser known franchise. <laughs> There's like three stores in Idaho. <clears throat> they just, it's all potatoes. Just freaking. <laughs> it's, all, it's all potatoes. I got potato patties, baked potatoes, <laughs> baked, uh, french fries. I got. Yeah. I want to see how long he can take this. A la uh, Bubba. Got Bubba. Mashed, yeah. mashed potatoes. Keep they going. Got potatoes are gratin. They've got um, uh, potato guns for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> we got Mr. Potato Head. That's our spokesman. I <laughs> uh, got potato wedges. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. There's a you lot. I forgot of, about hash browns, home got, fries. I got hash browns, home fries, steak fries, um, potato soup, Belgian frites. Uh, there's just, <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of eyes out on Vinny's potato chunks. People are keeping their eyes out on oh Vinny's. Okay. Anyway, so Arby's um, is testing out uh, venison sandwiches at select locations. I would eat that yeah. venison sandwiches. Yeah, it it uh, it's they look like steak though. It's like steak. Well, venison I mean, steak. venison's pretty. It's pretty red meat if you've ever had it. Yeah, but you would expect like if you go to eat bison, it's like usually ground bison. Oh, so you mean it's like not like a patty or whatever? It, it's like yeah, it look, strips it like of a, venison. It looks like a venison steak. Check it out. Are they serving? Oh, oh god, that looks oh, awesome! Man, I would eat that. <laughs> Holy eat crap! The hell out of that. Um, it also has crispy onions and a berry sauce on a toasted roll. Oh god, that's I would really ruin good. that sandwich. Is that going to be in Indiana? Um, it's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee, Wisconsin, Minnesota, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. So no. Yeah, not so much. Damn so, it. so you guys would what? Do... Like, why not Indiana? Everybody in Indiana eats deer. So we have a we have a cousin-in-law that just shot a huge buck. I mean, I mean we got like, tons of. I've got tons of family and friends that hunt deer. 
my neighbor stopped by yesterday while I was out on the porch and told me he liked to kill deer shot too. A, shot a deer from your porch. <laughs> no, he didn't, but he told me he likes to. He likes to kill, <laughs> kill deers. I don't even mind shooting. I just like cutting their throats. <laughs> that's, that's I'm, I like about. watching them bleed. Yeah. I um, strangle them, watch the life leave their eyes. Name, Randy. <laughs> his name his Randy. Name is, is not Randy. Uh, his name is uh, uh, DJ. So he's, he's uh, DJ the deer murderer. As he describes himself. He's pretty rough. <laughs> what he told me. That's an honest man. He said, you know, What the hell does that even mean? We're pretty rough. People call us rough. <laughs> oh, real rough around the edges. Well, that's what happens when you strangle deer. I like to watch a life leave a deer's eyes. <laughs> he's, he's got a goat in his yard. It's pretty awesome. So, yep. that's, that's, that's my neighbor. Cheers to that. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm really... <laughs> What I'm really <laughs> holding out for is for 7-Eleven to come out with like uh, some venison Slurpees. <laughs> <laughs> it has been foreseen. It's been prophesied in the Canadian. That's going to be in your yearbook. Yes. <laughs> still, still waiting for those <laughs> venison Slurpees. So if any of you Canadians out there can get your hands on some... Some venison, some some some, some of any syrup. If anybody from Pennsylvania wants to send us a, an Arby's venison sandwich in the yes. mail, yes. or <laughs> deliver pack it. that pack that shit on ice. Well, yep. cannot imagine that travels well. Yep, I would totally try it. Um, and then my big story. I know that. Oh uh, God. Um, that those were shorter stories, but uh, were they? the uh, Royal Canadian <laughs> Mint um, lost one hundred and eighty thousand uh, dollars in. Gold. Boy, that's a lot of money, eh? Yeah, we lost some gold there, eh? Yep. <laughs> they sure did. Um, so they uh, um, they lost what are Looks called... Looks like you rode off on a moose there. It's like, we're like, nobody in Canada fucking talks like that. I've been that. to Canada. Some of them do. Do they really? The, the, oh, yeah. You get More like Minnesota parts. than... <laughs> yeah. Um, they lost what are cookie-sized gold pieces, otherwise known as pucks. Yeah, we lost our gold cookies. They look like hockey pucks. Fucking pucks. Of course they're pucks. <laughs> um, so let's have uh, let's have another Canadian stereotype. So they couldn't quite figure it out uh, how they how they lost the gold till they uh, were decided they were going to start looking for it. You know, in all the people's lockers, and they got to to old Lester Lawrence. <laughs> Good old Lester. <laughs> they uh, they opened up his uh, locker and found a you know a jar of Vaseline. Oh, gosh, what? Stop! What, what's with I the swear stores? to God, Michael just googles butt smuggles things up people's asses, <laughs> and that's why I, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Um, hey, Lawrence, you got some gold up your ass there, bub. <laughs> so I guess, like, um, can you poop the, that out, eh? The the metal detectors at work uh, stopped him more than others, but they could never find any metal. Oh man! <laughs> Must have thought it was the plate in his head or something. <laughs> So. Every time you pick out the rest of the microwave, I piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour. <laughs> um, so. I'm going to have to check your butt there, Lawrence. Uh, it's otherwise done. <laughs> you bend over and grab your ankles, eh? <laughs> it's the, it's the Canadian uh, butt smugglers. <laughs> at the end of the Canadian rainbow is, is this guy's ass. <laughs> so, Canadian lucky charms. I'm sweating. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. It is the Canadian lucky chance. <laughs> oh shit. Um, Did you put yeah. some grease on that finger first? I I don't know how Make sure mind. you wear a glove there, buddy. Wait, I'm not too clean go ahead, today. Go ahead and finish that thought. 
I just, I was going to say, I don't know how people fit such large <laughs> things up their butt. <laughs> I'm sure it takes a lot of practice. And um, hopefully the aliens are practicing on Ken Ham. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, that, that's just a large, that's, that's too large. Too I large. mean, how big, how big are the, the hockey puck size? size? They're the size of a cookie in a That is pie. not possible. It's well, literally impossible. Tell that to Lester Lawrence, man. <laughs> oh, it's Lester, not yeah. Larry. <laughs> no, Lester Lawrence. You can call him Larry Lawrence. Lester Larry. Lester Larry. Lesty Larry. Lesty Larry. I don't know why I want to call him Lesty. All right, let's go into Fat <sighs> Pastor. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Just jump right into it. Yep. Just never gets old, man. I love it. All right. It's a lot better than that piece of crap you've got for the news feed. Screw you. Into the news feed. That's pretty much it. All right. So we have got a special treat. It's great because Halloween's coming up and it's candy. But not only that, it's Canadian candy. So before we get into that, uh, our friend... I don't understand um, why this guy just sent us a box of maple syrup. That's all it is. It's just, not even in bottles. It's just dripping with it's maple a box syrup. box of maple syrup and yeah. moose meat. Yep, in a, in a, in a shoebox. Although, if somebody was to send us some moose steaks, I'd be oh, all, all over that. I would probably eat those, yeah. Um, <laughs> this guy's name is John Mark Mikhail. Uh, M-I-C-H-A-I-L. Not even a pub person. That's awesome. No, not even a pub. He's He is a... Uh, you get in the pub, man. Freelance, yeah. Get in the pub. <laughs> freelance. <laughs> um... His Twitter is at J-M-M-I-K-H. Follow him. Thank you. Tell him thanks for the Canadian goodies. Like I can just tell by looking at the packages these are going to taste better than anything we find in this country. All right. So uh, <laughs> first off, um, he gave us a bag of chips. Um, so Lay's ketchup chips. Oh. Which No. I, I Okay. So I haven't had the Lay's brand, but there was a brand in America. Uh, I can't remember the brand a few years ago that had ketchup chips, and I had some. Yeah, I don't. No, they're better than you think. Really? So how are we? Probably gonna... not with chocolate. What are we rating these? Uh, yeah. Let's rate these out of uh... five Canadian Lucky Charms. No, come on. Um, uh... Five Sydney Crosbys. Is he Canadian? Who's well, Sydney Crosby? Fucking Canadian. He plays for the pink one. Doesn't mean he's not Canadian. Let's do Wayne Gretzky's. Okay, I'll go. Let's do five Wayne Gretzky's. Five Wayne Gretzky's. All right. Okay. So let's. Uh, this is the the ketchup right. chips. Okay. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm kind of on board with this. I don't know that I want like a whole huge bag of them, but no, they're okay. Like it's similar to the all dressed. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. The all dressed are a little bit tangier. These little, literally just taste like ketchup. Yeah, and sure. like I like ketchup on stuff like hot dogs and chips or uh, fries and whatnot. <laughs> but man, I don't know. That's they're okay. All right, I would not. I'll I would, give those uh, three Wayne Gretzky's. Yeah, I give it three and a half. I don't know, man. The more you eat of those, the better they get. Those are freaking great. He also gave us a bunch of candies. <laughs> kind of like those. I'm going to go two on those. I'm not really? a big fan. Yeah, they're okay. He gave us like 18 different types of candies, but we're only going to try a few select ones that he mentioned. Speaking of fat pastures, you know what I had for dinner tonight? Kit Kat bars? No, about a half a can syrup. of Pringles and uh, about uh, <laughs> five powdered donuts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no bullshit. That was my dinner. I stopped by. Uh, like a, like an Silver's. adult, I am. Mm. I stopped by Long John Silver's on my way over here. So he says that... Um, so somehow so I ended up eating healthier than you, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Yep, you won. Um, so what are we eating says, here? This is a Kit Kat, Canadian oh, Kit Kat. Yeah. He says that some people think that they're different than the ones in the U.S., right. so we're going to try it out because I have had a Kit Kat in the last week after yeah, last week's are. episode. 
Are they? They look different. There's more chocolate in between the wafers. Yeah, there's a little bit of difference there. There's more chocolate. See, on I didn't notice one. any difference. I mean, good, but because I, I like it. But have you had it in the last week? No, I have. I mean, in fairness, it's been a mm-hmm. long time since I've had a. I have. They they are a little bit different. Are they? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're you know they're good. Yeah, I think they're better. Different kind of chocolate too. Mm-hmm. It, it smelled different too. Like bad. it didn't smell like an American chocolate. He says that his favorites are the. Um, I want more of these ketchup chips. The coffee, the coffee crisp, and the Smarties. So it's really weird. So I read the, the, this <clears throat> message he sent me about the Smarties, and I thought, the oh, there's the Smarties. Um, and, and what we in America would call Smarties are actually called Rockets. Yeah. Yeah. In really Canada. Weird. And the Smarties are a totally different candy altogether. Okay, are so we, are we rating this? these individually, or are we just... Yeah, that's them individually. Yeah. So what are we writing the? Well, so these are basically M and M's. So if I'm reading this right, it says candy coated milk chocolate. Yeah. So let's try the Smarties. That so it's a Canadian like, M M&M. and Did we rate the Kit Kats? Are we rating the Kit Kats? Oh, Kit Kats were. That's a four. Yeah. Yeah, I they're good. Four. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah four mm-hmm. Wayne Gretzky's on this. Those are good. All right. Yeah, these look like old school M and M's. They're kind of pastel looking though. They're a little different. I'm just kind of okay with those. Yeah, they're okay. They're not great. They're okay, though. The candy shell's a little thicker. Yeah, it is, actually. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'll give them a three. I'll give those two. I'm fine with They're all right. I'm <laughs> yeah. not... Yeah. These are like the M&M's that you find in M&M cookies. Yeah. Really yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, they are. You're right. <laughs> That's pretty good. He said, um, also try the coffee crisp. It's in the yellow package. Okay. Coffee crisp. Nestle coffee crisp. So. Oh, smells like right. Oh man, mm-hmm. that's a really strong coffee flavor. Oh my god, those are really good. Yeah, yeah, those are three and a half on for me. Those are, I'm giving those four Wayne Gretzky's. Those are wow, pretty. Yeah, I'll give three uh, and a half Wayne Gretzky's on those. Are pretty good. God, that's mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's weird. They smell stronger of coffee, but they than don't they taste. taste. Yeah, yeah. I there agree. is actual coffee in it too. So. I was surprised to see that. I give it, um, hmm. I give it four. Mm. Those are good, man. man that's yeah, yeah. God, like that's. Uh, I'm going to four on the. I'm gonna, uh, I would upgrade eat those. Mine. I would eat those all day long. I'm going to upgrade mine to a four. That's good. Yeah. You also gave us some Kara milk by Cadbury. The. Uh, Wonder Bar by Cadbury. Mm-hmm. Mr. Big. Um, it's my nickname in high school. Crispy wow. Crunch. <laughs> and then the Arrow. No, it fucking wasn't. <laughs> I kind of want to try in the In so arrow. many ways, was it not your nickname in high school? <laughs> all, all, nine, all 95 pounds of me. You guys want to try the Arrow one? Yeah. yeah. I'll try the Arrow. Is this like one of those that's got like a hole, like air holes in it? So I hope so. They could basically charge you more for less chocolate. Uh, it actually looks like a set of boobs. <laughs> you it, beat me. You beat me to it. It really does. It really kind of does. Kind of does. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how to. These bite into things this. literally weighs nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to take a picture of it. Oh though. wow. It's uh surprising. We said it looks like boobs, and Matt's like, I got to take a picture of this. <laughs> Nobody's going to believe us unless I do. Yeah. That's pretty good. The Canadians will know. It's air chocolate. Yeah. Oh. It's good. I give it three. Mm-hmm. I'll it go makes, three on that. It makes it feel like there's almost nougat in it, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. All right. 
Right. So why does American candy suck so bad? Can we talk about that? I don't know. I mean, really, like not all of it. No, I mean, like I've had stuff from Cadbury, and it's all so much better. Like Hershey's is garbage chocolate. Like mm-hmm. it's terrible. Yeah, I do like Hershey's syrup though. Ew, see, it's, oh, Hershey's syrup is gross. What kind of syrup do you get? I don't get any milk? syrup because I don't drink chocolate milk. Well, you should. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, like, that settles that. All right then. Yep. Glad we worked that. I'm gonna have Brad rushes out and buys Hershey's syrup. Ketchup chips. Really liking the ketchup chips. Yeah. All right, so um, that's that concludes. I will, Thank I will you. say the ketchup ch- chips did not travel well from Canada. Yeah, they were. Um, <laughs> it's more like ketchup chip powder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got, I got a good sized chip out of it. Um, so again, thanks to John, Mark, Mikhail. Thank you, John. Um, we do have a couple of. Uh, I'm taking those home. You guys can screw off. A couple of. That's all right. We'll keep, we'll keep more of the candy, Matt, Brad, and I. Or all right, Matt and I. I'm fine with that. Um. We do have a couple of fat pastors in the queue. <laughs> you read the fucking worst. Um, but if you'd like to send us anything, you know, slide into our DMs. And yeah, we'll, we've got two uh, next two weeks covered. Next two weeks are covered. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, and then after that, the, we've got the the live show. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you want to send something for the live show, we'll eat it and people can see it. Like send- moose steaks. <laughs> <laughs> or that that uh, killer chip. Like, oh, the death chip. Yeah. No, Matt's going to do yep. it. Really? Is that where we landed if on If you that? do it, I'll do it. We've nominated you. If you they're, do it, I'll do it. It's not going to, they're backlogged. It's not going to happen. I'm not sure if we could get it. We can order them in time. Mm-mm. Too bad. If anybody wants to try. If anybody just has some sitting on their shelf, you chicken, <laughs> try it out. <laughs> if you want to drop 10 bucks for two chips, go ahead and do that. Yep. Um, so now we're going to go uh, further up, further in. So well, let's do it. Yeah. Oh. Okay, that's all you, buddy. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's the further up, further in. Going up. Ding. Ding. <laughs> so we need like an elevator sound. Yeah, Is that what did. we need for this? Ding. We had elevator sounds on the Rob Bell interview. Yeah, we, we did. sat right by a freaking elevator when we were interviewing. <laughs> you hear, boom. <laughs> like every once in a while in there. The janitor rolls by with his car. Yeah. All right. Hey, what are you guys doing? <laughs> All right. So, I this is just a really random out of the left field foofy segment. No, we felt the spirit calling us to <laughs> to do this one. Fair enough. God spoke into our hearts. <laughs> I felt an anointing. So, uh, <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories. It it's kind of one of everybody's favorite stories. It's we're going to talk about the. What's commonly known as the parable of the prodigal son, parable of the lost son, whatever. Or if you're Michael Scott, the prodigal, the (laughs) prodigal, my son returns. (laughs) (laughs) I can see how this is going to go. Can I just say the ketchup chips and the chocolate are not mixing well in my stomach right now? Yeah, gastrointestinal showstopper. Yeah, it's a shit show in there right now. All right, so uh, uh, talk about the parable of the prodigal. Um. I was thinking about this the other day. I have no idea why, just mainly because I have way too much time to think in the car uh, during work. Same. Um, yeah, but Same. I was uh, I was thinking about this parable for some reason. I'm not going to read the parable because it's really long. And uh, if you don't know the story, most of you probably do, but if you don't know the story, a somewhat quick summary uh, this is a story that didn't actually happen. Okay, it's a parable. It's a story. It's meant to be a story. 
I mean, well, it's not literal. Do you want to talk about what parables actually are before we get into okay. the actual parable? Okay, let's do that. So the common idea of a parable, the common, what I would call this sort of, maybe the church idea, the definition of a parable. Most churches look at parable and they say they're just more, they're <coughs> moral stories to like to teach a point. Uh, to my favorite are the ones that don't actually. Right. Well, yeah. that's why. Get. That's why I don't think that's the proper definition of a parable. Uh, a real par- uh, the definition of a parable. A parables were taught. Jesus taught in parables, uh, basically to blow apart people's ideas of God. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't like a nice moral story that you're supposed to draw like this conclusion from of oh I should be a better whatever or whatever. It was actually so that you can. I mean, this is why so many, after so many of his parables, he just goes, hey, let him, who has ears, let him hear, and who has eyes, let him see. <laughs> like this sort of like, a, yeah. it's basically like, a, you either get it or you don't. Yeah. <laughs> essentially what yep. he's saying, like, some of you are going to get this and some of you are not going to get this. And basically you have, in order to really hear him and comprehend what they're saying about God, you really, you've got to be in a position to hear it or to see it. You have to be postured in such a way um, to actually comprehend what is going on. So this, I was well, thinking it, about... It's the whole, you can't take people where they don't want to go. Right. And so... It, there are I do think it's are, easy also that Jesus wasn't going to baby people around and be mm-hmm. like, I'll just tell you, but he was like, you have to really be willing to see it yeah. this way in order to hear what's being said. Yep. So with that in mind, this uh, this parable is about... Uh, a family, a father and two sons. Uh, one of the sons decides, he tells his father, I want my share of the inheritance. He's the younger brother. I want my share of the inheritance. Uh, basically telling the father, I, I wish you were dead. Um, yeah, me dead. In a, th- in a fit of grace, the father just goes, okay. Yeah, Gives him be- a share of the inheritance. Because in, in ancient times... You didn't get your inheritance until the parent passed away. Right. Until yeah. the father died. So he's saying, eh, fuck off and drop dead. Yeah. <laughs> and so the now. father's just like, I mean, if that's what you want, I guess, you know, okay. So there's one thing you could really <laughs> take from it right off the bat. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that stuff in a minute. But the, uh, so then you also have, so guy goes off and it says he squanders his inheritance on wild living and, whores and everything else i guess you know like like same yeah i mean like i guess like you did back in that day uh and then it has like this the the guy basically kind of comes to his senses like i can't do this anymore he's broke he's um kind of in a humorous part of what would have been humorous in that day and age it says he was sharing the basically the pig's food he was longing to fill his stomach with the pods the pigs right with like pigs being highly unclean creatures in jewish culture that was kind of a Jesus driving home a point of where this guy was at. So he wasn't even living in it and down by the river. Right. Yeah. It was like much worse than that. Yeah. So he uh, decides he's going to go back. He's going to throw himself on the mercy of his father. And it says when he's a long way off, the father sees him and runs toward him, wraps his arms around him. And he decides, the father decides to throw a party for him. My son has returned. Um, Kill the fattened calf, put on the nicest robes. Here's rings, basically family rings. Um, basically welcoming back into the family as if he was never gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So party's going on. Older brother's pissed off. Older brother goes... Well, he did just throw 
a party for like the family. He threw a party for the whole freaking town because he didn't yeah. just kill a lamb, yeah. right? Which would feed the family. He killed an entire cow. Yeah, like a fattened, yeah, a yeah. fattened calf. So yeah, it so was this a, is like a huge experience. It was a village party. So then the the older son gets all like salty about it, and he's like, "So I've been here this whole time. I've been here the whole time. Like I don't even get anything." And the father says. At the end, this is how the parable ends. My son, you're always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So the brother, the older brother, won't even join the party. He's like, nope, not doing it. This guy went away, squandered everything he wanted out of the family. I've been here the whole time. I don't get a party. So that's basically, in a nutshell, sort of the parable. So... The the thing that about the thing that's interesting about this, I noticed this a few years back. Um, you kind of get a context clue of where this parable is going and what the meaning of it actually is. A few verses earlier, and it says, "Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them.'" So then Jesus tells, Same. yeah. So then Jesus tells three different parables, and this is the. Uh, he actually tells a number of parables, and this is one of them in this set of parables. So this is directed at everybody, but especially pointed at the Pharisees, who were looking and they were like, "Why is he? Why is he eating with these guys? Like, does he not know who these guys are? I mean, these guys are a bunch of assholes and losers, and this is the guy. This guy's eating with them because to eat with somebody was to be like, I'm a friend. Yeah, it was acceptance. It was friendship. Mm-hmm. It was kinship. Uh, and this guy's like, if he if they knew. If they knew if this guy knew who these guys were, he wouldn't do this. What's interesting about this passage to me is how my understanding has has changed. And I don't know if you're going to. That's actually all okay. I'm going to talk about. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. Well, I'll um, shut my mouth. Then. No, it's fine. I, I, I'm it's glad you brought time. that up. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I'm just imagining, like, when I was uh, in uh-huh. in Bible school mm-hmm. and I saw uh-huh. the flanograph, yep. like, yeah. what it what it was then versus what I, what I think it is. Now. Well, and I think even then. What you saw in the flannel graph, flannel graph was still true. Yeah, right oh, for sure. Yeah, There's yeah. There's just yeah. different levels. There's more levels to this. It's almost. Just... Uh, I, I've realized this parable has, is so brilliant, and I think this is why it is easily the most famous of Jesus's parables. Yeah. I think there's something cultural to it too. Like even people who don't go to church know this parable. Right, and I think there's a reason because this has an almost spiral dynamics layering to it. Yep. Where there's so many, where, depending on where you're at you take different things from this parable and none of them are wrong. So don't understand, like understand when we talk about the different views of this and how our thinking has changed and evolved on this parable, we're not saying that like any one of these levels is wrong or right. Just that there's an, I I would say it escalates. There's escalating and unfolding. There's an evolution to the understanding of this parable. No matter where you're at, there's there's a message in there for you, and it's probably a good message you need. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Which is it's just fucking brilliant because um, that I I think for me the most powerful messages are when you can say one thing, but three different people hear different things. Right, and it's it's really hard to do too. In case you're wondering, it is. Um, Jesus was a master of it. Yeah, as you'll as you'll see here. So. First, first layer of understanding. This is the first, the first sort of level, the first way that I understood this parable and how it was taught to me. And I think this is probably, in a lot of ways, still the dominant understanding of this parable. Yeah, is from the perspective of the younger brother. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so how this was always taught to me was we're, we're sinners. Mm-hmm. We've all left the Father. We've all um, turned our backs on God because the, the, you know, the, in most of the parables, there's a God figure, mm-hmm. a Father figure, a God figure, whatever, a divine sort of picture in that parable. And this is why I say, why we say that the, the parables were meant to sort of shift your thinking on the divine. Yeah. So we've all, you know, we, this was the understanding. We've all left God. We've all sinned. You know, we all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Okay. Same. And so, yeah, so we go away <laughs> and, you know, we leave God. And then, you know, when we decide to return, God will be there to, to right. welcome us back. Yeah. First level understanding. I still believe that to be totally true. And it's, it's sort of a macro view of it. It's kind of like the bird's eye view of this parable. This yeah. This is sort of like, it's, it's the entry level to the parable. Like you said, right. it, it is absolutely true. Yeah. But it's the, it's the entry level to that parable. Yeah. It's, the, it, it's the flannel graph. Right. right. And, how my, and how my thinking sort of even evolved just within that level of it was I started focusing less on the, eventually started focusing less on the son and more on what the, the father in the story does and doesn't wait, even wait for the son to come back. Yeah. To he him, runs. runs to him, well, wraps his arms. Part of what him. you didn't mention in the story is the son has all these, these like, the speech prepared. Yeah, these excuses prepared, and the father hears none of it. Hears like none. He, he won't even like listen. He to gets it. like three words out, and the father's like, "It doesn't fucking can, matter. Can, can it? Matter. Yeah, can it? Yeah, we're gonna throw a party. Yeah. So I'm just glad you're back, son. Yeah, I think for that one, um, on that level, uh, what it taught me was that how important forgiveness is and how. Forgiveness shouldn't come with, with uh, prerequisites. Right. Um, yeah. That it, that that God's grace and our grace ultimately should should be um, to forgive. Now, granted, there are times when you can forgive and and not forget, like right. in the cases of rape, uh, you know, all kinds of abuse. Abuse. And sure. Yeah. Um, but that said, um, it's a great example of, of forgiving somebody who literally said you're dead to me. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, so the first level understanding is no matter how bad you are, how bad you think you've been, what you've done, whether you've turned your back on God, whatever language you want to use, you know, there's always time you can always come back. Okay. This is where the altar call always came in was, <laughs> you know, it end with, you know, scene, you know, and then the pastor saying you can always come back to Jesus, whatever. All you got to do is ask. Okay, which completely ignoring the fact that the son never even freaking asked. The father yeah. just gives him the forgiveness anyway. That's a whole different thing altogether. Yeah. But that also changed my view of God and and how I relate with him just in terms of um, asking for forgiveness. I know he's just there waiting already with open arms. Right. Like it's our, that, that forgiveness is already there. Yeah. Um, and... Like I just need to live in that forgiveness, right? And and then once again, just like I said, you know, we, I guess we were always sort of raised to grovel with God, like, oh yeah, I've messed up. I'm such a bad person. I've, yeah, I, I I would say that a vast majority of our listeners that have grown up in church experience, just from what we've heard from people, have experienced something very similar. Where you got to ask, you got you know, you got to grovel with God, and He will forgive you. But you know, you've just got to really make sure you're sorry. You know what I mean? Even though I don't think that I don't think this parable even bears that out at all. Like, no, it doesn't. It it alludes to something different because the second he doesn't even like ask for forgiveness. He starts to, and the father's like, like whatever, 
that's whatever. Yeah. Let's just have a party. You're back. I'm glad you're back. Yeah. So first level of understanding, uh, God will offer you forgiveness no matter how bad you are, whether you know, you've left, all, you, you can always come back. Okay. The next sort of evolution in my understanding of this was the, from the perspective of the older son. Okay. Yeah. Um, when I say next evolution, I'm talking, this is probably years. years, but even like only really about five, six, seven years ago, really. I mean, of really starting to look at it and go, oh man, how often am I the older son? So, yeah. you know, the, and that's from the perspective of the older son saying, you see people come back. You can be the Pharisee. You can be the, the stick in the mud that sees somebody offered grace and you're pissy about it. I think a large population of Christianity is there. They're yes. the older son. Yes. Like, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. we were talking about it on the pub today. We're not letting gay people in. Oh, we're not going to We can't offer grace to gay people. Yeah. We can't offer gay... You know what I mean? Like, so there is this very older son aspect to, to much of American Christianity uh, that, you know, they, they sit outside and they say, well, you know, you, you know, Yes, God offers grace, but you know there are certain things that yeah. you know it always revolves around things like you know people that have had abortions and gay people and you know what I mean, people who smoke and drink. Right? Yeah. It's, obviously, there's different levels depending on your denomination and upbringing, whatever. People but, who say shit and fuck. <laughs> right. Also, that way, <laughs> that as well. Um, Same. So. <laughs> So the second, I would say, sort of the next understanding, the next level of understanding on this passage is the is going. Oh gosh, how am I the older son? I am sometimes. Where maybe we're still there with all the Trump shit. Yeah, (laughs) probably. I feel like that's a special case. Well, yeah. Everybody feels that way. Yeah, I was gonna say. (laughs) Doesn't don't we all? Yeah, I know. I I I was talking in the pub today about this. I I said, you know, we all we all love grace and we love um, forgiveness and. For ourselves, but not for yeah. anybody else. No. Like when, whenever it comes to, well, that fucker over there, you should have saw the dirty shit he did. Well, this was you actually that um, I talked about that. There are infamous at City Hill that at the church we started was our infamous of uh, the infamous uh, our sort of coming out of the closet sermon. Yeah. Um, I think I actually titled it Why We Hate Grace. Yep. Yeah. And you talked about a parable, didn't you? Yeah, it might even have been this one. I don't even remember. I don't remember but it was or not. I do remember talking about how we all like grace until it is for that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about how the church has approached the gay community and we've been like withholding grace. Yeah. Um and then of course I talked about why I didn't think it was a sin even to begin with. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um lost a few on that one. <laughs> yeah. That was the beginning of the end of City Hill Church. Yeah. But, um yeah, <laughs> come in. I want the world to know. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so we, you know, the that church. Was, that was our worship set. That <laughs> thank you. Yes, uh, please keep your tithes, tithes and offerings. Um, if you want to tithe, send it to uh, patreoncom <laughs> podcast. Yeah. So, second level of understanding is how we all at times are the older <laughs> brother, where we're totally cool with grace for us. But we don't want it for people. We don't want it for people that we don't think deserve it. Well, and there's there's something interesting in that that I don't remember who pointed it out. Probably Rob Bell or Richard Rohr. Um, this is generally about the only people. Probably in, Jesus. I, th- I think somebody like Jesus said it. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, he said it first. 
there's, I have a joke in the barrel. I'm just saving this coming out at some point. That's great. So with the older brother, there's an interesting turn of phrase. There's an interesting phrase he says when the father throws the party. He says, um, oh, let me find it real quick here. This is in Luke 15, by the way, yes. for anybody that wants to uh, read that. Um, Biblegateway.com if you don't have a Bible. <laughs> there you go. So he throws. So he's throwing this huge party, wraps his son up in a robe, gives him rings, all the whole thing. And it says, meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked, asked what's going on. So your brother's back, throwing a big party. Older brother becomes angry and f- refuses to go in. So his father goes out and pleads with him, <coughs> which I find interesting also. Yeah. Um, his father pleads with him. And the, the son answers the father. He says, look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Somebody pointed out, I remember who it was, maybe in a book I read called The Prodigal God um, by Timothy Keller, I believe. I'll look that up. The son saw his relationship to the father as a slave to a master. Yeah. Not as a father and son, not as a son and father, but as a slave to a master. Now, how many in the church hold that same fucking view? Yeah. I've I've slaved all these years for you. I've obeyed the, all these commandments. Yeah. I've, I I've come to church. I've deserved this. I've given to the I've given to the building fund. I've I've taught Sunday school. Yeah. I've done all these things. It's entitlement. Yes. And, and, and the father's like, look, 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 look. All this stuff was always been yours. All you had to do was ask. Man. All you had to do was ask <laughs> for it. And like, like this this brother of yours was was dead and now he's alive again like we're just throwing a party and he leaves it open ended like the story <laughs> the story leaves open ended like we don't know what the brother does like and i think there's a lot in the church who like they're kind of i feel like the church is sort of at a crossroads in that respect like there's a lot of people like realizing that the slaving away for the master viewed isn't working yeah yeah and that they're 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 looking for other options here, and maybe maybe they're starting to realize there's a party going on, and they're being left out of it of their own choice. And I think, I mean, I think that's the conclusion that the three of us have come to. Like, okay. well, there was a party going on, and we've been missing out on it. Yeah. And now we've accepted that and gone, oh well. All all these things we did all along, and essentially, we were working for a God that's not keeping score. Yep. He's not keeping track of the bad son, the, the the bad shit that the younger son did. He's not keeping track of the good shit that the older son did yep. either. And, uh, and wonder, that's really hard for us to accept. Yeah, it is. There's somebody out there right now who's thinking, well, um, or so you're saying we should just, you know, stick our dick in whatever and, <laughs> you know, we're going to, and we can do whatever the fuck we want. But the truth is, the 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 teachings of, of good morals, the the, 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 those are beneficial. Those that lifestyle gives life. Um, so we're not saying go out and, you know, get crunked. Um, <laughs> but if you want to, whatever, we don't care. Um, but we're, but, but, but living a life of sobriety, um, or <laughs> when, why did this turn into an alcohol? Discussion? Well, just, just uh, of, of, you know, living a, a life where you don't go and murder puppies and shit, like is a better way to live. So we're not discrediting that, but there, that there's said, a way to bring life. You a, don't there's have a life to that live death that too. way right. in order yeah. to 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 receive your father's love, right? AKA, there's nothing you can do. Mary's to, baby daddy, right? There, there's nothing you can do to gain or lose that yeah. father's love. Like that's that's the I think that's the point of the parable. Well, there's nothing. Yeah, that's I was getting. To are that. you getting to that? Okay. Go so ahead. the third understanding. <laughs> 
Spoiler. Um, spoiler alert. And this is kind of where I'm at now where I've really started to understand. I was thinking about this phrase the other day when I was driving and thinking about this parable is the very last paragraph of this parable when the father says to the son, my son, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. I think yeah. that, that right there mm-hmm. is the purpose of this entire parable. I, I believe there's a universality to this parable. Yeah. Because... <laughs> He says that to the older son, but he also showed that to the younger son, that everything he has is yours. The, the robes, the fattened calf, the rings, the, the part, like, that's him saying to the younger son through this deeds of throwing this party for him, all of this is yours. It was always yours. Like, he never says, like, well, you've earned this back by saying, you know, you're sorry. It's, no, yeah, of course, like, why wouldn't he come back? It's all, yeah. it's all belongs to him anyway. Like because what I have is yours. It's all yours. It always has been. And then he says this says in words to the to oldest son, dude. Like it, everything I have is yours. Yeah. And like to me, that is the that is the deepest understanding of this parable is that everything is ours when it comes to God. It always has been. Always will be. You can't unearn that. Yeah. And you can't earn that. It's just there. It's already there. And all, all, all the life with God, whatever phrase you want to use, comes down to is, do you get that? Do you, you understand that? Do you like, accept that reality or do you not accept that Right, reality? do you live by that reality? Do you not live by yeah. that reality? You just It's all yours anyway. I don't care if you're, you're atheist. I don't care if you're a devout Christian. I don't care if you're just whatever. I don't care if you're a Buddhist. I, like... Do you feel like everything that the divine has belongs to you? Yeah. Because it's all within you right now as it is. It's all right there. Yeah. Inside you, Christ within you. Christ is all and is in all. Yes. Christ That's... is all and is in all. Like the the Christ, we've talked about the Christ consciousness. That it's what this is, whole thing is pointing to. Everything I have is yours. Yeah. It's all right there. Yeah. So whatever people out there are struggling with, Understand that, like, whatever it is you're looking for, you have it. It's right there inside of you. And it all, and this is why let him who has ears let him hear, let him who has eyes let him see. Yeah. If you can see it, then you, like, that's when, when life begins to change. That's when joy begins to happen. That's when, and a lot of times, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, we only really come to that sort of seeing and understanding by going through shit. Yeah. Well, and like, I think, and that's been true for me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, burning out in ministry and going through that whole debacle, and losing our house and everything, all the financial troubles and everything we went through because of that. Like, I've sort of, I've come to this understanding of, oh my gosh, like, I, I had it all along. Like, yeah. I, any joy I found was because of that thing, that crap that happened. Yeah. Um, I couldn't see it then, but I see it now. Well, and, and Richard Rohr talks about, he says, you know, we grow spiritually more by doing it wrong than by doing it right. Like, yeah. when, you know, the shit hits the fan, that's when you grow. Yeah. That's when you learn yeah, it is. the depth of, you know, the Father's love, the Father's acceptance, the fact that you have had it all, all along. Um, you know, one of the, one of the themes of the 
um, the alternate alternate orthodoxy that Rohr talks about that the his Center for Action and Contemplation is based on. One of the themes is that uh, is the path of descent is the path of transformation. Darkness, failure, relapse, death, and woundedness are our primary teachers rather than ideas or doctrines. That we learn by going down. We learn by going downwards. Um, the path of descent. We talked about that before on this podcast early on. Yeah. That the path of descent is what teaches us to come to terms with our acceptance. Yep. When you come to the end of your rope, where else do you turn? You know, you come back like the sun did. You're eating the pog that you're wishing to eat what the pigs are eating, and you rush back to the divine and go, "I got nothing." He goes, "No, nah, that's fine. I'm, I've been here all along. Whatever I had belongs to you, and always has, mm-hmm. and always will." Yeah. And the only way you do that is by going down into the depths. Yeah, it is. I mean, and whether you do it intentionally or unintentionally, it, the result is the same. Yep. Yeah. I, so, I, I just. You know, if if anybody out there needs a mantra, <laughs> you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. Yeah, or just everything I have is yours. I yeah, mean, that, it's all yours. Yeah. So, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right, let's go into feedback. Matt, do you have any five star reviews? I do. This is from our uh, dear friend RJ. RJ. Uh, called Deconstructed Reconstructing Beloved. Uh, I discovered these guys a few months ago when Daniel Stores was a guest on the podcast. Hi, Daniel. As an openly gay and married Oh, col- Danny boy, <laughs> the pipes, <laughs> the pipes <laughs> are calling. Uh, From a- Glen to Glen. All right, I'm good. I got that out of my system. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> As an openly gay and married clergy person in the South. Good luck with that. Man, I can't imagine how that works out. Um, who has been on the deconstruction and reconstruction roller coaster for quite a while now, finding these beautiful and brutally honest brothers. He's never seen her pictures, apparently. Um, <laughs> has been a blessing personally and a source of deep reflection. Integrating such important voices as Science Mike McCarg, Derek Webb, and now Rob Bell in their exploration. Brad, Matt, and Michael feel like long lost seminary friends, enjoying those infamous late night, quote unquote, slightly intoxicated <laughs> theological conversations that transform the soul. As terrifying as it might be for many who are comfortable in the places where the church is institutional, especially those whose livelihoods depend on it, I've found great comfort and hope in their witness to Jesus in their lives and their ongoing conversation about what the Spirit is doing in our time. Brad, Matt, Michael, thank you. Keep the conversation going. We need it. Peace, Holy RJ. Crap. Yeah, thanks, RJ. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, that was uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you, thank you. We are grateful, grateful to have him amongst us. Yes. So... Um, so Twitter feedback, uh, Zach Crater from, uh, at Zach Crater, Send AKA, more beer. uh, beers, Bibles and bros. No. Bros, God. Bibles and beers. Yeah, you're welcome. I did that intentionally. I know. Um, uh, Zach Crater said, I only make beer that's as good as the podcasts I associate with. Hashtag stay crafty. Hashtag pastor's pub. So we should accept like, craft ex- expect like Bud Light next time. Or- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Stephanie Rice at S Rice five two eight said at Pastors Podcast. So glad you found me. I'm on board. Interests include progressive faith, 
coffee, alcohol, and irreverent tangents. Uh, so you're in the right place then. <laughs> Welcome a, aboard. That's about the most the best description of this thing I've ever that's heard. Pretty succinct. Liam Avalon at Liam Avalon said uh, exactly what I needed. Thanks for the follow. Looking forward to more episodes. So welcome aboard. Jennifer Huffman at Jen underscore Huffman 170 said, I'm not on Facebook. Is there any other way to access your podcast? Which I thought was great because it made me change our link on on the on Twitter to actually our iTunes feed. So thank you for that. Um, we are on iTunes. Uh, we actually our episodes don't air on Facebook except for the live one will be on Facebook, but it would also be on iTunes. It's not in video form. No. Uh, we are on Stitcher, uh, allegedly, and other podcast apps. So. Yep. Use iTunes. Wherever podcasts are sold. Yes, or given away freely. Um, she also said, thanks uh, for asking Mike McGarg for book recommendations. Great interview, Ghost Axiom. <laughs> Hashtag Ghost Axiom. And uh, the real at real Rob Bell was right. Those listening to you are grateful to know we're not alone. Hashtag very tiny babiness. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks, Jen. Glad we found each other. Super pumped. Um, at Sean P. Clay said thanks for the mention on the at real Rob Bell episode. Great interview, and I'm going to poem the shit out of you guys. <laughs> so, Bring it. We're ready for it. Natalie Moon R- R- Wainwright. Yep, said excellent. Hashtag little tiny baby nose. Uh, is that right? No, it's wrong. It was hashtag very tiny baby nose. <laughs> uh, we'll accept a little tiny baby nose. We'll take too. a little tiny baby nose. Uh, hey, Sam Blair said if, cat, if Kit Kats are made from Kit Kats, who made the first Kit Kat? <laughs> hashtag Inception That's Candy. a really good question. Hashtag mind blown. Hashtag I can't remember the hashtags. The answer is Canada. <laughs> Canada made the first Kit Kat, and it's way better than our Kit Kats. Um, he also said, at Real Rob Bell, your comments uh, on your work coming from the overflow rather than leading to exhaustion on Pastor's Podcast hit home. Yeah, I read that self-care. again. I listened to that again, and that was very, maybe one of the better parts of that interview. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, Joshua Casey at the JM Casey said, as a longtime Perry the Platypus fan, I can <laughs> confirm that both platypi and platypuses are acceptable plural forms. <laughs> Hashtag very tiny babiness. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Shanna Seller said, love how delightfully delighted the Pastors podcast guys were during episode 36. Y'all were so giddy. It was precious. <laughs> Hashtag white duffs are cleaner. <laughs> uh, let's not go there. Uh, Angie Whitley said, just curious, what was Michael smoking during episode 35? So funny. It's a good uh, question every week, really. Yes. Yeah, I, kind of I, is. I am. Uh, I, I do not partake in illegal substances. My body just naturally produces them. <laughs> um, <laughs> As you hack into the microphone. Yeah. At uh, at real Matt Seymour, the guy who is our, our editor, he's As awesome. As opposed to fake Matt Seymour. Yes. Um, he said, at Pastors Podcast, I just got to work at the Tarantula Hawk Bit. Had to take a moment before getting out of the car. <laughs> Jared, he airs... Ma, 
said, Gosh. hashtag lemon, pe- it's lemon <laughs> pepper chicken head. I did it intentionally. But I'm going no, to No, see, keep, I don't think you did. I'm going to keep tweeting at <laughs> Pastor's Podcast. Go ahead and call bullshit on that. <laughs> just so MJ Basinger, my fellow millennial, has to try <laughs> and read my name. <laughs> so he's just tweeting at us just so I have to say Hiroshima. <laughs> Hiroshima. There it is. There yep, it is. I was waiting for yeah. it. Yep. Uh, at Cali Search seventy nine, wrote fanboying on real. Rob Bell was hilarious. I love the podcast. Um, Jennifer Flynn McCormick wrote, um, "Thanks for helping me get through this workday." Hashtag Little Tiny Baby News. <laughs> Our friend Nathan Miller West said, "Hashtag Snakes are God's creation too." But seriously, hashtag Don't most snakes. <laughs> so. Um, and also hashtag Brad's baby knows what you've done last summer. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. I love alternate hashtags. Yeah, I do best. too. Um, uh, Becky Seville uh, wrote um, when Pastor's podcast with Real Rob Bell downloads at nine p.m. What do you do? Stay up and listen to all of it, of course. Hashtag very tiny baby knows. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for being so awesome and making a safe place to say you're tired of ch- with church crap. Me too. Yep. Yep. Um, the Iowa Hoosier, Chris, wrote, uh, can't quit. Okay. At Matt and Brad. I'm all condense your Twitter handles. Um, can't quit you, Michael Basinger. Uh, hashtag very Trust tiny me, baby We'd like knows. to quit him. We've oh, tried on. repeatedly. Hashtag very tiny baby knows. Hashtag should have been two inch stinger. <laughs> See, <laughs> and also he wrote, and I almost didn't even read this one. Um, MJ Pacingero hopes every New Year's Eve that his boss will trap. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I, good. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Ron Swanson's daughter Sarah Kate at uh, <laughs> underscore T A underscore V E R E N underscore. I think she did the extra underscores just for us. Um, said, love the interview. Thanks for the wisdom from all four of you. It, hashtag, it's glorious to be here. I also credit Real Rob Bell for... Sign- oh, this is somebody else. Sorry, that was Ron Swanson's daughter. Um, Indiana Eric um, wrote, I also credit Real Rob Bell for significantly influencing my spiritual development. W- wife and I recently zimzumed. Watch out. It's <laughs> so, a reference to Rob Bell book. Yeah, he wrote good with his wife. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, and that is it for our Twitter feedback. I'll ch- probably start condensing it because that was a lot of a lot of stuff. But uh, um, yeah, uh, I just got good. one from um, uh, Justin Avery. His wife is an art teacher. Used to work with my wife. Yeah, he's a musician. He's fixed several of my guitar pedals. Uh, he actually he mentioned he was listening. He said he listened to the first podcast. Uh, he said do. Uh, say my first band's only CD was called Monkey Knife Fight. <laughs> it was a Simpsons reference, Fitcher Pilot episode two. <laughs> and then he just said, I'm about six episodes in. Good stuff. Makes me wish that I had some friends who aren't atheists. So, yeah. Justin's a good guy. Thank you, Justin. Appreciate it. Thanks, Justin. Yep. Um, Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Hope you find your dad. What? That's a fucking. <laughs> Elf reference. Sorry. Oh gosh. Wow. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> um. Anyway. So really glad you made that reference. Yeah, it really it was a, a good one. Podcast. 
Uh, people, <laughs> people love it. Uh, closing time. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us those five star reviews. Write words and stuff. Um, we'll read it on the air as long as it's not uh, um, uh, Spice Girls lyrics. So did I, did I recently, your brain stop working? Yeah, I, recently, I think, I think recently, Michael just had a stroke on air. Sorry, I recently I, I just had a memory. Uh, I recently hung out with Jimmy Maxwell. Um, who listened to the podcast. He said he quit listening once. We didn't read all the lyrics. To the <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually true. Um, that sounds about right. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, rate us on iTunes. Check out our website, ingloriouspastards.com. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pastardspodcast. Um, now it's time we get some hashtags. Hashtags. Right. I've got a bunch. I've got a few. Right. I got uh, hashtag Ken Ham Anal Probe. I have hashtag anal probe Ken Ham. I got, that's what I had. Yeah, I think Ken Ham anal probe rolls off the rolls <laughs> off the tongue better. Uh, hash- I was just thinking about the the act more of like. The- I'm glad you were thinking about it. Uh, hashtag <laughs> venison slurpee. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a good one. Hashtag Canadian butt smugglers. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I should have added a to the end of that. Uh, Got something up my ass, eh? Um, <laughs> that, that almost turned into Spanish. <laughs> I say. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, hashtag Canadian Lucky Charms. Yep. <laughs> I have a feeling that's probably, that's probably be the gonna winner. Be it. Yeah, we'll, hashtag we'll Michael's lubed legs. <laughs> yeah. Peanut oil all the way. That's, that's, that's our, our, our health tip of the week. Our beauty corner. Use yeah. peanut oil on your legs. Let's do a segment, Michael's Beauty Corner. <laughs> it's not. I would I would lube, not lube. Jesus. Uh, wrong oh, word. Please stop talking. I would oil my legs with some peanut oil. I'm sure you take would. Take a peanut oil bath. Uh, and then, uh, hashtag takes a lot of practice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what was that in your <laughs> Shoving gigantic gold bucks oh, up yeah. your ass. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Uh, I've got... Uh, uh, this isn't going to happen, but I like it. Hashtag fucked around and started a church. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag 10 cents get you nuts. <laughs> I, had hashtag, I had the hashtag anal probe joke. Uh, hashtag Michael's butt fetish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Thank you. <laughs> hashtag. Well, I know what I'm voting for. <laughs> I'll be here all week. <laughs> hashtag Michael's thigh sweat. Oh, yeah. Hashtag potato jokes. Uh, hashtag Michael's search history and hashtag I had hashtag Canadian Lucky Charms too. Oh yeah. Uh, I've got um, you guys didn't even hear my joke. I made a joke. I'm pretty sure you weren't listening, but I called God uh, Mary's baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just ignoring the obvious blasphemy. Yeah. Um, uh, I also just waiting for you to die of a heart attack. <laughs> um, I also had uh, Canadian Lucky Charms uh, hashtag. <laughs> Camel's armpit, um, <laughs> and then anal probe Ken Ham, and then um, hashtag gastrointestinal um, showstopper. <laughs> that was Matt. I think it's got to be Canadian lucky. Yeah, that's yeah. we all three had that. As much as I like anal probe Ken Ham, should we like, add A to the end of that? Yeah, Canadian Lucky Charms. It's pretty eh? long, but yeah, yeah. Let's do that. It's E H. It's two, two yeah. letters. Yes. So if you have listened to the entire of this podcast, <laughs> we're gonna have you make a butt joke on Twitter, uh, and it's gonna be hashtag uh, Canadian Lucky Charms. A. Eh? Um, so oh, Canadian Lucky Charms. Eh. 
Yes. So and you have to say it like that yes, when you type it out. Yes. You have to <laughs> verbally say it out loud in your office or where you're at. Um, so uh, hit us up on social media, Twitter at Pastors Podcast. At Polly Named Brad. At Polly Named Matt. And on Facebook at Pastors Podcast, Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. Hit us up with uh, hashtag Canadian Lucky Charms, eh? <laughs> and now it's that time where we go into just the tip of the week. And we did not prepare for this. Whose turn is it? It's mine. Are you are you prepared? Mm-hmm. Are you prepared to do do things? Do you want the short music or the long? Uh, music? Do long. If we have to cut it, we cut it. All right. Um, do you guys have any closing thoughts before we mm. um, go into just the tip of the week? Nope, I'm good. Um, again, uh, wait out for the live show, episode forty. And uh, November 17th, 7 p.m. Eastern, Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. Take us away. Maybe. (laughs) Hi, friends. If you've got love in your sights, watch out. Because love bites. (laughs) When you make love, do you look in the mirror? (laughs) Who do you You think of? Does he look like me? Do you tell lies and say that it's forever? Do you think twice or just touch and see? (laughs) Ooh, babe. Oh, yeah. When you're alone, do you let go? Are you wild and willing or is it just for show? Oh, come on. Love bites. Love bleeds. It's bringing me to my knees. Because love lives and love dies. It's no surprise. Don't look at me when you say stuff like that. <laughs> love begs. Love pleads. It's what I need. Because I don't want to touch you too much, baby. Because making love to you might drive me crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because love bites. Oh, man, he's listening. And love bleeds. It's bringing me to my knees. See, love lives and love dies. If you've got love in your sights, watch out. Because love bites. Yes, it does. It will be hell. <laughs> Just in time. <laughs> oh, it was creepy as hell. Yeah, that was super creepy. Uh, uh, don't ever sing that look in my eyes again. You know I will. <laughs> no, I appreciate if you wouldn't. Love bites. <laughs> love bleeds. Jeff Leppard only has one arm. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead and kill him. I think that's probably good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kill that sucker. Uh, I don't think that was technically advice. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, the rest of them are, right? Yeah. yeah. Mbop was very powerful. <laughs>